In the lightweight division of UFC Vegas 76, one of the best divisions in the UFC where anything can happen. Got the Brazilian Ismail Bonfim comes in at 19 and 3, taking on Benoit Saint Denis, who comes in at a nice 10 and 1. So it's going to be a tough fight for Bonfim. Denise, three inches taller, 5'11. They're both 27 years old, entering the prime of their career. Barely, right? Like 27 to 33 is the prime. Now, Denis, one-inch reach advantage, 73 to 72. He's a southpaw or left-hander, where uh, Bonfim stands right-handed. Now, in terms of activity, that goes to Bonfim. 5.3 significant strikes per minute to 4.4 for Denis. That's about a 15 significant strike uh, advantage over the course of three rounds. Now, Denis lands more takedowns, over one per round. Bonfim gets like one every other round. But he's got 100% takedown defense, so he's going to stuff somebody's takedowns from Denis. Bonfim opened a lot of eyes when he KO'd uh, Terrence McKinney in the second round. He also beat Abisov uh, by decision in the Contender Series. So he's coming through the Contender Series. Denis has back-to-back -back wins over Gabriel Miranda by KO. Nicholas Stolte, big win by submission. Lost to Elizio Zaleski Dos Santos by decision. You would expect that, right? Because, uh, you know, two guys that can land takedowns, that's a, that's a guy that has a lot of experience and he just dominated on 149 to 67 in significant strikes, but Denis did have two takedowns. Now, by no means do I think this is going to be an easy fight, but I like Ismail Bonfim just because of the activity and the takedown defense. So he can defend the takedowns. He may he may lose a round, but he's going to win by uh, decision in the other two rounds because he's going to dominate in significant strikes. Probably leads by six to eight significant strikes in the other two rounds. The Brazilian will win, in my opinion, barely. By decision to move to 20 and 3, but a lot of good experience coming in this one against the 10 and 1 Saint Denis here in the lightweight division, UFC Vegas 76. In the women's flyweight division at UFC Vegas 76, you got Ariane Lipsky coming in at 15 and 8, taking on Melissa Gato, who comes in at 8 and 1, also has two draws. This is Brazil on Brazil. Now, Lipsky, one inch taller at 5'6. They're both in their late 20s. Gato, two inch reach advantage. They both stand right handed. Now, in terms of activity, uh, Lipsky leads there barely. 3.9 significant strikes per minute to 3.3 for Gatto. So that's like 7 or 8 significant strike difference throughout the fight. So close enough. Gatto lands a takedown and a half over the course of three rounds. Lipsky, not much to speak of in that department. But Lipsky has a 73% takedown defense. So that evens it up a little bit. She can hopefully keep the fight standing. Coming off the win over J.J. Aldrich by decision, but got KO'd by Priscilla Coquetta and beat Mandy Bohm by decision. Now, Melissa Gatto, a little less experienced, lost to Tracy Cortez by decision in the last fight, but did beat Ciara Eubanks by KO and Victoria Leonardo by KO. So this is going to be an interesting fight. Very close. A lot of takedown attempts, a lot of takedown defense. Again, Brazil on Brazil. And even though Lipsky has a ton of experience, which always confuses things a little bit, I'm still going to lean towards Melissa Gatto here. Uh, to get the win. I like the fact that in 11 UFC fights only is lost one time. So that's important here. Melissa Gatto wins. Uh, you know, she'll have to even up the significant strikes. We'll need some takedowns. You know, even though she's favored in this fight, the odds are kind of against her because of the takedown defense of Lipsky and the activity. But I think Melissa Gatto will find a way to win this fight. The first round will be a struggle, but she'll win rounds two and three to get the victory to move to 9-1, in my opinion, women's flyweight division. UFC Vegas.
76. In the welterweight division at UFC Vegas 76, you got Max Griffin coming at 19 and 9, taking on the undefeated Michael Morales, who comes in at 14 and 0. Now he's one inch taller at six feet. Talking about Michael Morales, he's only 24 years old, man. This guy's got a long way to go. Max Griffin, a lot more experience. Uh, he's 37, so 13 year age difference in this one. Morales, three inch reach advantage. Both guys staying right handed. Morales more active so far, 5.4 significant strikes per minute to 4.2 for Griffin. In terms of takedown average, both guys nearly two takedowns over the course of three rounds, so defense is going to be important. Now, uh, Max Griffin, 71% takedown defense, that's pretty darn good. Michael Morales, 86%, that's good as well. Max Griffin coming off the win over Tim Means, split decision, that's a good one, big one. He lost to Neil Magny by split decision, so he's stepping it up. As of late, that makes things much more complicated here. Morales uh, beat Ad Adam Fugit by KO. He also KO'd Trevin Giles. At the Contender Series, he won by decision, but had four takedowns, led 53-52 in significant strikes. Now, against my better judgment, I'm going with Michael Morales. And, you know, you wonder, he's undefeated. Why is this a tough prediction? Max, Max Griffin, 19-9. But Max Griffin has proven, especially against Neil Magny, that he's getting better, uh, better and better as time goes on. The age is not a factor yet. He's 37, so he's slowing down a bit. But he's also got a lot of experience and knows how to win fights. But I still lean towards Michael Morales to win and move to 15-0 and because he's going to land more significant strikes. He's going to defend the takedowns. He's probably going to land some. Uh, it's going to be a battle, but he should squeak out a decision here. And this will be a big fight for the future of his career and get him a lot of experience. But Michael Morales wins through the 15-0 welterweight division, UFC Vegas 76. In the lightweight division at UFC Vegas 76, one of my favorite divisions, probably the best in the UFC, Demir Ismagulov, 24-2, takes on Grant Dawson, who comes in at 19-1. Both guys stand 5-10. Ismagulov has a 2-inch reach advantage, 74-72. to 72. That could be important. Demir uh, stands right-handed. Grant Dawson, on the other hand, is a switch stance fighter, which is always an advantage, right? Because they can switch their stance to match up with their opponent or go opposite stance. Now, Ismagulov, pretty active, 3.8 significant strikes per minute to 3.1 for Grant Dawson. Uh, in terms of takedown average, that leans towards Grant Dawson, 3.8 over the course of three rounds, where Ismagulov lands uh, just a takedown over the course of three rounds. So, Grant Dawson... Favored in takedowns is Magulov favored in terms of significant strikes, but those uh, are pretty close. Now, Demir has fought some good fighters like Armand Sarukin. He lost by decision, but he beat Gurum Kudalate, Rafael Alves, Diago Moises, and Joe Alvarez all by decision. So he's got some good competition. Now, Grant also, on the other hand, coming off the win over Marco Madsen by submission, Jared Gordon by submission. He did lose to Ricky Glenn. That's kind of shocking, but beat Leonardo Santos. So, you know, both fighters are really good. I'm not doubting Grant Dawson. I mean, gosh, the guy's 19-1. and one. It's hard to go against him, man, but Ismagulov's 24-2, and two, so they're both good in their own right. I like Ismagulov to sneak out a victory here. He's going to have to defend the takedowns, right? But he does so three out of four times. So I like him to find a way to win two out of three rounds. So I have to get out, out of one of these takedowns or one of those two. But he will and win the fight, in my opinion, by decision to move to 25-2, and two, lightweight division, UFC Vegas 76. In the middleweight division at UFC Vegas 76, 
big fight. Sean Strickland comes in at 26 and 5, taking on Abus Magomedov. Really good fighter, comes in at 25 and 4. Now, Abus is one inch taller, is 6'2. They're both 32 years old. Magomedov's got a two inch reach advantage, 78 76. They both fight right handed. Now, Magomedov's numbers are off the charts because of limited fights 22 significant strikes per minute. That's unrealistic. 5.8 for Sean Strickland, which is really good, right, over the course of his career in terms of activity. Lands about a takedown over the course of three rounds. Nothing to speak of yet for Magomedov, but he can take the fight to the ground. However, Sean Strickland has an 85% takedown defense. He bounced back after uh, back-to-back losses to Alex Pereira and Jared Cannonier to get the win over Nazaruddin and Mavov by decision. But he's also beaten guys like Jack Hermanson, Uriah Hall, Christoph Jaco to work his way up the rankings. Now, Magomedov has just one fight in the UFC against Dustin Stoltzfus. He did his job getting the first round KO in just 19 seconds. And that's why his numbers are so high. And it, it makes this fight really tough to predict because we don't know enough about Magomedov. We know a lot uh, about Sean Strickland. We know he can fight with some of the best fighters. We know he can uh, get in there and hang. I mean, against Cannoneer, who we just saw what he did this past weekend, uh, he lost that fight by split decision, actually led 152 to 141 in significant strikes. So this is a tough one because Magomedov could be much better than expected. I mean, I expect him to be really good, but it is Sean Strickland, one of the top guys in the division. So I got to go with him. The activity is great, 5.8 significant strikes per minute. That's remarkable. Uh, Again, Magomedov could come in and win, not doubting him here, but just because of the experience and what we know about Sean Strickland, it's hard to believe he could lose this fight, but it could be a battle. It could be a a long five-round decision fight potentially, but uh, Strickland wins, in my opinion, to move to 27-5 and here in the middleweight division at UFC Vegas 76.